everyone, it's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, technique, education, and so much more with our very informed guests. So thank you for joining us today. As you guys know, we like to do Take It to the Track segments, and today we're going a little bit different, and we're doing the full left-hand turning flat track racing, and our guest today is longtime flat tracker Don Galloway. Welcome to the show. Hi, Leon. Thanks very much for having me. Well, I'm excited to have you here because tell me a little bit about how long you have been doing flat track, and how did you get started in that? Well, I, you know, I'm kind of a neophyte at flat track when you look at the people that I compete against, because most of them have been doing it all their life. And and at 66, I bump into a few guys that have been doing it for like 40 years, but um, it it was kind of a a genre in Alberta that was very strong in the eighties. And, uh, uh, you know, they had nationals here. I was able to, you know, look, watch those, you know, way back in the day when I was still motocross and they're doing other things. But uh, then there was a, there was a, 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 a guy that actually got cancer uh, and, and, or, and, and, and beat it. But he said, you know what, I got a little bit more of my life to do. What, what do I really want to do? And uh, he secured a track up at Thorhild. And, and uh, there was a, first there was two guys and three guys. And so about 2001 or 2002, by 2004, there was they, they talked a bunch of us into coming up and trying this out. It was a beautiful little oval in in uh, Thorhild, and uh, so yeah, I got kind of got hooked in about oh three or four, and uh, and then it took off from there. So my background in building bikes and and, and racing them kind of caught up to me, and I I uh, I'd be riding five or six classes a day. We had you know we'd have six events a year, so you know I I kind of cut my teeth there. We were there about eight or 10 years in Thorhild until we got uh, summarily asked to leave by some of the neighbors. And, but it was, for me, it broke me in. And then during, during the period of time, uh, we were also going, started to go to California and Washington to race. So got exposed to the, the sport even more. And, and uh, so like today I, I race anywhere from both coasts in the U S and central U S. So I've been kind of overexposed maybe in the last few years, but. Well, I remember um, the Thorhill days because I actually spent quite a bit of time out at the Thorhill track, hanging out with um, other friends of mine, as well as yourself, watching the racing and hanging out in the corners, taking pictures where I could. It was, it was such a good time. I really enjoy watching it. I don't think I, I'm, I don't know. I'm a little anxious about even trying it, even with like being on the salt flats, that's kind of the same type of terrain, but the sliding you guys do. So let's get into that. Like there's people who may not know what flat track is. Can you kind of give us an idea of what that entails? Cause it's a lot of left-hand turning. Well, you know, com- compared to other genres of racing, uh, I think what really prepared me for that, uh, was I did I started doing supermoto a little bit so you know it's executing these sine curves on a motorcycle and and trying to be as fast and smooth as possible at it because you know almost all races are one in a corner um, so you know the the dirt element you, you know especially no track is this 
no, no two tracks are the same and, and no dirt track stays the same all day. So it, it changes. So it, it is, uh, it's a challenge to set up your machine and figure out where the fast line is going through these corners uh, and executing them as smooth and as fast as possible. So, you know, that's really the whole game is, is, uh, uh, you know, understanding, you know, tire pressure and gearing and, and uh, you know, you have this steel shoe on your foot, which you may have to really use sometimes if you lose, lose, you know, the front end, you might have to save yourself. And, and, you know, so it is, it is a real dance, but uh, I, I really enjoy it. Like for some reason, and I found out I was actually not too bad at it. So it's kind of gotten me hooked at the moment. And, and the other thing about flat track that, I find attractive is the uh, fact that there's a lot less rules on uh, how, what machine you run. It, it, it is kind of one of these uh, sports where they outline a couple of things about what motor you can use and whatnot, but the, the rest is kind of open. So, uh, and of course, if you race in the U S is everybody's cheating anyway. So you got to figure out, you know, what you're up against. So it, it is, it's a, it's a fun sport in that respect is there's less, less rules. And, uh, and it, it is, you know, figuring out what the track's going to be at the end of the day, not at practice, you know. Yeah, it does change because I remember watching the water truck go around the oval. Is that to like kind of help you guys reset the dirt for better traction or a better track? Yeah, well, it, it resets it for a greasy track for the first guys out. <laughs> and you hope you're like, you're like the third heat after the water truck goes out. And that, you, you, you fight those kind of things no matter where you go. Um, you know, so it, it is, uh, and it's, it's, it's a challenge to race as much as it looks very simple. Oh, you're just going around in circles, you know? So, Oh, I've, I've seen you guys lean through those corners and you are right. Like everything is won and lost in those corners. Cause people can whip by you. You could lose it in a corner. The bikes though, specifically, I've always noticed the most of them are like vintage. Would you say that that is the classic flat track bike or is there new, more modern bikes coming into this type of environment? Well, certainly the, you know, the, you know, what you've, we had Alberta vintage flat track is what we started out as because of course there was a bunch of older guys and we wanted to ride the stuff that, that we had seen in the golden, you know, flat track, the golden years of flat track were probably the mid seventies to um, you know, the end of the nineties. And uh, since then it's, it's, uh, it's changed, you know, tremendously, but during that period of time uh, they were, you know, hand-built frames. There was a real cottage industry of guys fabricating uh, specific frames for the bikes. And, um, and then of course the motors were, you know, always what they call class C. So it had to start out as a, uh, production machine and then you modify that motor to go racing and you know the, the trick was can you modify it and still have it survive you know maybe holding wide open for 25 laps or something but um, since the early 2000s uh, it's it's changed to uh, they realized that they needed to get more support from the manufacturers and by doing that in order to do that they had to start using something that was readily available to the consumer. So th then it became this DTX class. So the begin the, the, uh, the pro guys now race uh, the singles 450, which is a motocross bike. They lower the suspension, stiffen it up similar to what you would do for road racing or supermoto, put 19 inch wheels on it, which is the acceptable size for dirt track. 
And uh, and now they, these days they run breaks. It was a lot of years that they only they didn't they ran no breaks. But uh, who so needs DPA, breaks? Who needs breaks? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, a lot of guys, you know, you know, it has changed the way the the racing is a little bit by putting brakes on them because you do can use them to set the bike up for the corner. But anyway, uh, I digress a little. Um, this DTX 450 class has become the incubator for the the uh, AFT uh, Super Twins, they call it, which is now dominated by Indian motorcycles. Uh, a little bit, there's some Yamaha, the FT750 motor in there. And uh, and Harley has the uh, X, H, X, XG, the XG750 that is a highly modified street bike. And, and they, they allow uh, aftermarket frames for those, that class, but it is, um, it still takes, you know, like despite the fact that you, oh, it's changed from the sixties. They're really, they used to try to sell you on the fact that people were they were, oh, they're going 140 miles an hour. Well, they never went 140 on, on a mile. You might go 110, 100, like as amateurs, our bikes will maybe do 104, 105. Uh, but it, it takes an awful lot of skill to go into a corner at that and that and hold like you have this board meeting in your mind on a, on a mile and you know these these guys uh you know how long you hold the throttle on before you blip it throw the thing sideways and get back on the gas and that you watch these guys that are that you know there's, there's 40 or 50 guys in the country that are absolute experts at that and it is a real dance to watch them you know manage their machines through those kind of conditions you know so so the modern stuff is is uh is different but it's the same i, I was gonna say it it is quite an art form because you got to have all your bearings together to hit those corners right if someone wanted to get into flat track racing because oh when i was at it olds last year watching you guys the the littles that were on their little bikes doing a little mini oval was the best thing in the world but let's say you're older <laughs> and you want to get into flat track racing what would you need to get started aside from obviously a, a bike that would qualify under the relaxed rules of flat track racing? Like what kind of gear um, are we looking at investment? Very, very fortunate in Alberta right now is, is, you know, we do have an organization uh, and we, and we do have tracks uh, now with, with old syndrome Heller. Um, so yeah, you know, you can either go find a, a dirt bike from the you know 70s or 80s or 90s that, that has been modified for flat track or take a DTX bike, uh, you know, put a 19 inch front rim on it and and uh, lower the suspension. It's not doesn't take a lot of work. There's lots of suspension companies that will redo the like lower the bike down for you and you're ready to go basically. Uh, so easy to get into in, in that respect and and we are seeing a resurgence. Uh, you know, COVID was number one uh, in in putting people back on motorized things. Anything that moved sold very well uh, when everybody was forced to stay at home. So, um, a good a good example of how much it's it's uh, aided our motorsports businesses. Last weekend in Kamloops, it was 800 entries in the motocross uh, at, at the local motocross, which is about 200 more than they've ever seen in the past. And it was all kids where the addition, like, like lots of new kids. So um, families, you know, are starting to recognize this is a great way to, you know, spend your weekends with your family and 
it's good competition for the kids. I mean, you do learn a lot out there on the track. So um, if you wanted to get started, I go, I don't, I mean, I, I ride with guys that right into their late seventies and, and I've had some of them that, that started and they're, you know, when they turned 70 and, you know, it, it is kind of a, a sport that almost anybody can do if you want to come out and have fun. So you mentioned that we have tracks in Olds and Drumheller. What's, do you have an idea of the schedule? Uh, what's yes. that looking like? Yeah, so uh, Doug Biet and, and his wife uh, Donna are being uh, charge of that. They, they have four events this year for 2022 that will be a they'll award series championships from your total points from those that series. So uh, the first race is May twenty first, twenty second in Drumheller at the uh, Dinosaur Down Speedway, one of the most beautiful settings in North America. If you sit in the stands there, you look down across uh, the Red River Valley. It's quite spectacular, and um, it's a half mile, so the speeds are are high and. Uh, they got lots of classes. There's 15 classes out there, um, 50 cc to 750 cc, and I think they're uh, Doug's going to have quads racing this year, so there should be lots of action. Um, and the Drumheller Egg Society, I think um, it's, it's interesting that you know after COVID, we're getting a lot more buy-in from the the local community. So, uh, like the Egg Society and Drumheller this year is going to have uh, food and beverage that they didn't offer before. And then, so that's me. The, the first one's in May. Uh, our second race is uh, June 25th at Olds, half mile. And I believe the Olds Egg Society at that place is going to have a uh, beer gardens and a, and a dance afterwards, which is, again, you know, like fantastic. They're really embracing our club uh, coming to their community. And then we'll be back at Olds on August 20th and 21st for uh, another double header. And then uh, September 10th, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it Olds for on the 20th, just one race. And then September 10th and 11th will be Drumheller double header. So that's, you know, like uh, six races in over the summertime and more, more entertainment than you could shake a stick at. So. That's awesome. And if anybody had any questions, what's the best way to get in touch with the Alberta Flat Track Association? Well, we, you can go online under, uh, it's no albertaflattrack.com. Uh, I think, uh, flat track or, or flat track Canada.com. You can check either one of those or we're on Facebook under Alberta Flat Track Association. And that's what it, I know that that group is super helpful. So if any of you out there are really interested, just post a question in there. There's a lot of guys that like Don that are there that will help you out, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it. that's another thing about the flat track that I found and makes it very attractive is the community, no matter where you go in North America, they tend to be a lot more laid back and, and friendly than, you know, the motocross guys, like it's not, so tooth and nail against your competitor. So it, yeah, we're there to have fun and uh, anybody that wants to get started, there'll be all kinds of people that would offer you help and parts and direction. So, And when people come out to these events, they are able to walk around in the pits and get a closer look at the bikes and ask questions, correct? Yeah. And it, it, like last year was our first race we'd had in, in a couple of years with, in, uh, 
Olds, as you you said, you were there, Leanne. And uh, yeah, we had good attendance. We had like anybody that uh, came to watch, they were down in the pits taking pictures and coming to see the bikes. Like it was, it was great to see, uh, you know, it was quite a relief for most of us uh, after being locked down for so long. So, you know, we had a great time and, and I, I believe we're going to see uh, a lot of riders and a lot of uh, fans out for this summer. I, there, the crowd was really big that day in Olds when I was there. It was really good to see that support. And I think it's, we've missed two years of our lives, really, being able to get together and go see things. So to have all these options, especially in our community, because we just love seeing bikes in action. I mean, flat track is yeah. just another avenue for people to get some entertainment. Yeah, you know, like Olds is a good example. Like they... they uh, the track used to be at the edge of town. It's now surrounded by homes, but uh, it has a you know a fairly uh, significant history and used to host Canadian nationals there back in the eighties and I think you know maybe in the seventies. But you know once we Doug Biet went talked to them, like they they saw an opportunity there because they don't. I think they only use well most of these tracks that we are seeing. Uh, like Drum Heller, they they use them maybe once a year for a rodeo, you know, which is what they initially were built for, and uh, and maybe a little bit of car racing. But you know, they're looking for programming and whatnot, and we were an answer to that. And and uh, they've embraced it, no matter how much noise we're we're making, and we're trying to keep that down. But you know, we're not, uh, you know, nobody's showing up and and uh, you know making trouble in town like we're having lots of fun and we spend money there buy gas buy meals so that's good for everybody well it's tourism right you're bringing dollars yeah. back into a community <clears throat> that haven't had that for a couple of years so they should be embracing and, and more more ag groups should probably step up and say hey you guys want to come race here <laughs> yeah and i've seen that all over north america where you know some tracks that have been out of use for a long time are are being uh uh, you know, approached again by a promoter, and they. So it's it's really cool to be racing at places that have uh, a history for this. You know, and Olds is one of them for sure. Last question: I know you were in Daytona this year. Were you racing there? Yeah, well, I, I've been fortunate. I have a, a sponsor down there that we've been fairly successful. He keeps bikes for me in Florida. I just fly in, and and we you, you usually do the five days of Daytona. And I've had my successes there and I've had my failures. So that, you know, the last two times at Daytona, uh, 2020 and, and then this year, uh, my, my plans got kind of short cut because I landed up in a hospital, um, which is very rare for me, both that that was the only, you know, first two times I've ever had any problems, but it's racing. And I, I got hit on day one. And so, yeah, I, you know, it's just one of those things, but you know, normally I have a lot more fun than that. And, and I, lo I love laying a licking on those Americans. So I guess the, the one way of eliminating me is they take me out, I guess that's probably what the plan is. <laughs> well, I mean, if they do, I'm going down there and going to have some words with them. Cause yeah. you know, we need our Don Galloway. You're a good champion for the sport. Yeah. You're a good champion for motor motorsports in general. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on and helping us explain flat track Again, you can get involved or, or ask questions by looking up the Alberta Flat Track Association on Facebook. Um, to make sure that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes or to listen to previous ones, 
Make sure you click on subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast ear candy from. If there's a topic that you'd like us to cover or a guest you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on all the socials or reach out through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. We'll see you out on the road.